0: Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of the CCGI podcast. Last week we interviewed Doctors André Bussier and Carol Cancellier. We discussed the impact of guidelines on chiropractors and future plans for the CCGI. This week we have the pleasure of interviewing our very first chiropractic student as a guest on the show, Nardine Beckett. Let's introduce today's guest.
1: All right, thanks, Gailen. Uh Nardine Beckett is a fourth-year intern at CMCC. She's currently completing a placement at St. Michael's Hospital. In addition to her clinical internship, she's also doing an internship at the Canadian Chiropractic Association. So in the past year, she's also served as president of the Student Canadian Chiropractic Association and vice president of the Students' Council. In April, she was privileged to participate in CMCC's annual outreach abroad program in the Dominican Republic, where 12 interns are selected to travel to various parts of the country to provide free chiropractic care. Prior to her time at CMCC, CMCC, she studied biomedical science at the University of Ottawa. In 2016, she founded her chiropractic blog called Notes from My Bulging Desk, where she joins a conversation on what she believes is the best-kept secret in healthcare and pain management. Thanks for joining us, Nardine.
2: Hi. Thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast, and thank you for all the work that you guys do at the CCGI. It really is a fantastic initiative.
0: Well, thanks so much. Um, it's, you know, it's funny because I I met you in person for the first time just about a couple weeks ago in Calgary at the, the CCA National Convention. I was hoping you could tell us a bit about your experience there and what it was like at the convention.
2: Sure. So I was there due to my involvement with the CCA as one of their interns. Um, so I mostly just helped with the administrative work uh, to help the con- keep the convention running smoothly. And the CCSI meet tasks that would allow me to listen in on some of the seminars and workshops at the same time, which I really appreciated. I also got to squeeze in some networking time during my downtime. And uh, it was really great to get to be there and to learn from uh, some really awesome leaders in the profession and meet chiropractors from all over Canada, especially at this time when I'm transitioning from CMCC to real life.
0: Yeah, you're in a you're in a point where you are. I think you were, you were saying earlier, thirty four days away from graduation.
2: That's right, thirty four days exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, and yeah. then and then you write your your part C boards, I believe, in in June, and then hopefully license comes in a month or so after that.
2: I believe it comes in around August or September. It's different every year. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. I mean, so you touched on a bit about um, your work as an intern at the CCA. I mean, what has that work been like?
2: Yeah, so every year, the Canadian Chiropractic Association hires one or two year four students um, from CMCC to work in their office on their off days from clinic. It's been a really great experience, especially considering I want to continue being involved in the profession at the level of, of an association, whether it be provincial or national. And it felt like a really great stepping stone to help me orient myself in, in the political world and build connections and see the inner workings of how an association such as the CCA runs. Uh, this year, my job varied from helping in the membership department to writing and researching blog posts for the CCA website, creating some content for social media, to helping with public the public affairs department. However, the role is changing for next year, such that the incoming intern will be exclusively involved with public affairs and advocacy, um, which is honestly where I think we best fit due to uh, our education and the fact that we can play a key role in collecting research for the various projects that they work on. Um, and this year I believe it's going to be just one intern.
1: Hmm. So as as your, uh, your time at CMCC is coming to a close and you if you get a chance to reflect back on it. How have the past four years been there?
2: A bit of a blur, to be honest. Uh, the days were long, but the years were short. I can't believe graduation is coming around the corner. And uh, well, CMCC is, is not for the faint of heart. The first three years were like drinking from a fire hose. That's what everybody <laughs> said they told the Supreme <laughs> teach me. Um, just the volume of stuff it's it's a lot. Um, And then clinic year is its own type of challenge. This last year alone with uh, two concurrent internships and two executive positions on student government organizations it has been a bit hectic for me but I did I did that to myself and at times it felt like too much but I wouldn't have had it any other way like I got to really develop my leadership skills um, and uh, prepare myself for life and practice and being an entrepreneur.
1: Oh, that's that's great. Um, so being a being a bit more selfish, um, how did you notice that uh, the CMCC integrated CCGI content into classes or exams or practical exams? There, can you think of specific examples where there certain courses where you found that they they really did a nice job of integrating CCGI um, material?
2: Yes. I started to notice it in my third year. Uh, We were introduced to the CCGI content in our CE or or otherwise known as clinical education class. Um, So that's like a small group class where we're given cases and um, I remember being introduced to it there. And uh, we were told to study the guidelines for certain exams, such as clinic midterm and fourth year. So we would be given written cases and asked to, for example, to create a treatment plan based off of the recommended guidelines. Um, and as well, in fourth year, for every new patient you see, you have to write up two learning objectives, or LOs for short. And uh, so I, I found the CCGI website in general to be quite helpful for those. When you're really busy and don't have a ton of time to spend on LOs, it was so convenient to have something reliable and easy to use to form the basis of research for looking things up for, um, for clinic requirements.
0: Well, it's good to know those habits are, are starting early because in, in practice, um, you know, there, there are always questions that come up that we don't have the answers to. And, and knowing how to search and find information is is an incredibly useful skill. Um, and you know, the next question that we have for you is revolving around the SCCA, the Student Canadian Chiropractic Association. Um, and uh, y- you are the, the president right now of that uh, association. So I was hoping you could talk about um, you know, how you've been working uh, to expand um, the SCCA and the impact and reach of that
2: organization. So the SCCA, it stands for Student Canadian Chiropractic Association. So it is the student subchapter, if you will, of the CCA. And the SCCA is different from CMCC's student council in that uh, student council is the voice of students during their time at CMCC. But the SCCA is more about bridging the gap between chiropractic school and practice in Canada. And we believe that that starts from year one. The number of times I've heard students ask, how do I get licensed in X province is unreal. And because CMCC is not in Ontario, Most people coming out of CMCC have a good idea of what the process is like in Ontario, but the other provinces uh, remain a mystery, and even more so for students coming back from an American school. And that's just the beginning. So that just shows that there's a very real need for an SCCA to connect students together, to connect them to the CCA, and to disseminate important information and keep them connected to what's happening in the profession, such as um, what's happening in the media or changes to regulations, for example. Now, when I started with the SCCA, the difference between the SCCA and Student Council had gotten a little cloudy over the years, and CMCC put us under pressure to justify our existence on campus. So I had worked really hard to redefine our purpose, and part of that was writing out a strategic plan for the SCCA with a very clear mission, vision, and strategic goals. And uh, the way I took over the leadership was largely, uh, was shaped largely by my experience uh, previously on student council and I had spent some time learning and researching uh, about SACA, the American counterpart to the SCCA, to see how they operate and um, run multiple chapters across uh, across the country. And as well, the CCA definitely provided a lot of guidance and support throughout the process and remain an integral part of our strategy. Getting to intern at the CCA and be president of SCCA at the same time made it significantly easier to build a stronger bridge between the two associations. And looking ahead, I'm very optimistic about the future of the SCCA. I'm pleased to be handing off the SCCA to a group of very bright student leaders who I'm sure will continue building, uh, building on this work and expanding our reach and our impact. And to add to that, there's already a small group of students at NYCC, University of Western States, and Palmer, who are very enthusiastic about building SCC chapters in their schools. And they were even present at the CCA convention uh, just a few weeks ago in Calgary. So it's really exciting. And I'm um, so excited to see uh, what they're going to do.
1: Oh, that's great. So, as we were talking about, you're you're really only a month away from doing your Part C board exams and graduation. What what are your plans after you graduate?
2: Uh, first priority is to catch up on four years of sleep debt. <laughs> um, I am in the process of looking for an associateship in Ottawa, but there's nothing set in stone yet.
1: Okay. Uh, What's... Uh, when you sort of look into your your crystal ball, what do you think are going to be some of the biggest challenges and opportunities in your next year or so?
2: Oh, biggest challenges. Uh, believe it or not, I think it's going to be so hard for me to let go of the SDCA and having to cut that umbilical cord. I think a part of me is always going to be wondering how things are going. And uh, just because I care so deeply about this association, because I saw so much potential for it to serve not only students at CMCC, but in the U.S. as well. Um, as for other than that, as for opportunities, I'm just excited about this new chapter in my life and to continue learning and getting better at what I do. I don't really know what's in store for me, but I'm um, excited to have more time to uh, dedicate to writing more on my blog and growing that on the side. And uh, yeah, whatever leadership opportunities might come my way, I definitely uh, look forward to that.
0: It's wonderful. Most of what I remember in my first year is trying to figure out how to work a point-of-sale terminal, <laughs> things that I didn't learn. It. Well,
2: luckily, I actually got to learn that at my first rotation. Um, I was in Oakville, and we had to do our own front desk, so...
0: Oh, fantastic! Uh,
2: got that skill under my belt. <laughs> good,
0: good. Well, you're you're light years ahead of me then. Um, well, and and what you're talking about, uh, what you talked about earlier with with your blog and, and those strategies are and, and those um, methods are reaching your patients too are really valuable. The the you mentioned the entrepreneurial aspect of our work, which is which is so ingrained in what we do. So, uh, it, it's it's been really nice to to get this perspective, and uh, it'd be great to find out you know, after the first few months or a year, how things have been going and to reflect on that as well, because that's also a pretty unique insight uh, as a new grad. So, uh, you know, at this point, we'd really like to thank you for your time, Nardine, and it was, it was a pleasure to have you with us today. And we'd like to wish you the best of luck on your remaining exams and, and are really inspired by the work that you do. It, it's, you've got a really full plate and uh, we'd like to wish you the best, all the best in your transition into practice and hope, hope that you find, uh, you know, your footing in Ottawa quickly.
1: Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us, Nardine. I think we'll be watching uh, we'll be watching you as you progress your career with uh, with a lot of interest. And we'd like to thank uh, thank the listeners for tuning in again, and we'll look forward to bringing you our next guest in a couple of weeks. It'll be actually Dr. Dean Smith. Bye for now.